Hi everyone, this is Justin Vaughn with Miramed Global Services. Today's article is entitled, Coronavirus, Can It Be Contained? Since the coronavirus has, for the last few weeks, accounted for the top ten or so daily stories on multiple media platforms, it seems reasonable that we at Miramed Global Services bring you periodic articles dealing with this growing concern and certified pandemic. According to Yahoo News, the coronavirus, or NCOV, is now in 100 countries, has caused another plunge in the markets, and is responsible for at least 22 deaths in the United States as of this writing, March 9. Major events around the world have been canceled, and some airports now look like ghost towns. So there's no doubt that people are panicking. With fights over toilet paper and price gouging of medical masks now being reported. So what is the real threat of this virus and what can hospitals in particular do to prepare for and treat coronavirus patients? This section is entitled Assessment of the Threat. Let's begin by admitting that the numbers have been all over the board. If you don't have good data and an extensive data set, it is very difficult to arrive at reliable figures. For example, as of late last week, it was admitted that only 1,500 or so U.S. patients had been tested for NCOV. That presumably does not reflect the true number of patients who have already been infected. So any death percentage association with that number might be skewed too high. We reported several weeks ago that based on the numbers coming out of China, the death rate from this virus looked to be around 2%. We also observed at that time that the numbers being reported by the Chinese authorities may or may not be accurate. More recently, a country just to the northeast of China has provided data that may add to a better understanding of the true level of the virus's threat. According to a report from Insider Monkey, South Korea has already tested more than 140,000 people. They have identified over 6,000 coronavirus infections and 42 associated deaths. This means South Korea's coronavirus case fatality rate currently stands at 0.67%. That is, less than 1%. The report went on to state, quote, we believe there are still a considerable number of South Koreans who weren't tested, yet carry the coronavirus. That's why we still estimate that the new coronavirus's fatality rate is probably somewhere in between 0.2 and 0.5%. Assuming this data is sound and reasonably transferable to other industrialized nations, Americans may have less to fear from this particular strain than many are being led to believe. It is clear that the danger of this virus is its ability to stealthily infect a host for weeks without the host feeling the effects, thus increasing the chance of contact with others. The infection rate potential is therefore geometric in scope, but its lethality may not be that pronounced. This section is entitled, Prevention and Treatment. Regardless of the effects 
on the human body presented by NCOV. It is spreading like wildfire during the prolonged incubation period mentioned above. Accordingly, we can expect that many American communities will need to devote hospital rooms to coronavirus patients. The question is, how should hospitals prepare for a possible influx of such patients? What protocols should they be looking at right now? And what are the current recommendations for treating and containing the spread of the virus? The U.S. Centers for Disease Control, or CDC, in Atlanta has developed a set of protocols for healthcare facilities, which include the following recommendations for keeping staff safe. Number one, screen patients and visitors for symptoms of acute respiratory illness, example, fever, cough, difficulty breathing, before allowing them to enter your healthcare facility. Number two, ensure proper use of personal protection equipment, or PPE. Healthcare personnel who come in close contact with confirmed or possible patients with COVID-19, which is another way of saying coronavirus, should wear the appropriate personal protective equipment. Number three, conduct an inventory of available PPE. Consider conducting an inventory of available PPE supplies. Explore strategies to optimize PPE supplies. Number four, encourage sick employees to stay home. Personnel who develop respiratory symptoms, for example, cough, shortness of breath, should be instructed not to report to work. Ensure that your sick leave policies are flexible and consistent with public health guidance and that employees are aware of these policies. Next, the CDC's recommendations for protecting your facility's patients include the following. Number one, stay up to date on the best ways to manage patients with COVID-19. Number two, separate patients with respiratory symptoms so that they are not waiting among other patients seeking care. Identify a separate, well-ventilated space that allows waiting patients and visitors to be separated. Number three, consider strategies to prevent patients who can be cared for at home from coming to your facility, such as A, using your telephone system to deliver messages to incoming callers about when to seek medical care at your facility, when to seek emergency care, and where to go for information about caring for a person with COVID at home. B, adjusting your hours of operation to include telephone triage and follow-up of patients during a community outbreak. C, leveraging telemedicine technologies and self-assessment tools. With these recommendations, you see mostly common sense, generalized and not particularly robust suggestions. At this time, however, this remains the CDC's best advice. We would encourage you, however, to check out what the CDC has to say about managing patients with COVID-19. On their website, they have a link that you can click on, which provides a great deal of very helpful information on the coronavirus, its issues, such as presentation, clinical course, testing, findings, treatment and management, as well as investigational therapeutics. That link on the CDC's website, again, 
deals with managing patients with COVID-19. To sum up, this viral pandemic has proven thus far to be widespread in its reach, but not overly catastrophic in its human toll. The vast majority of patients are recovering, thankfully, and we can look forward to better strategies to combat its effects in the weeks and months ahead. We will continue to update you on this topic at periodic intervals. Feel free to reach out to us at info at miramedgs.com if you have questions or need with which we can help. Thanks very much.